everybody and welcome. It is February 22nd, 2022, two, two, two. I am Megan Connolly, joined as always by Megan Gailey for another edition of Megan Fun of Sports. Megan, happy two, 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 two. I think I did that right. Yeah. And you know what? I had, um, I know there were people that got married on like two, 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 two. This is two, 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 two. Wow. Um, and to me, I think this is the more special day because you got a whole extra two in there. Yeah. Um, I've, uh, I follow a lot of people who are horoscope and crystal people on Instagram. And I think today is a good day for the vibes. I've been seeing okay. a lot of a lot of good energy out there in the social world. And we're going to bring that to our show. We have quite the show for you. We're going to get to some breaking news about Aaron Rodgers. We're going to talk about NBA All-Star Weekend. I'm wearing a Charles Barkley shirt because today I think is his birthday. And I love so, his big head in it. <laughs> so I'm celebrating with that. Um, we're going to do some pop culture. And we have what we are probably most excited about. The Tindler, the Tinder Swindler. Swindler. We're going to talk about him all wow. in this fun episode. But let's start with the breaking news. Last night around midnight Eastern time, 9 o'clock Pacific time, Aaron Rodgers posted a cryptic message on social media thanking Shailene, thanking the quarterback room, thanking his teammates. Megan, did you see this? I did. And we know him and Shailene are now broken up. They are. Um, I rolled my eyes. Um I just, I, I, yeah, I, I, I don't care about him and and I do, <laughs> I, I actually do care about him and I want to know what he's doing, but like last off season was all what will he, won't he, what is happening? And it's like, Aaron, I'm not doing that again. I'm not getting on that train. I'm not looking into your tweets. I'm not looking into your, um, failed, um, engagements. I'm not looking into your thank yous. You, you let us know it like in black and white. And until then get the fuck out of my feed. Well, it's interesting because I think the extra points crew calculated it and there are 12 teams that are set in their quarterback position. So we're going to uh -huh. hear a lot of quarterback talk uh -huh. this off season. And obviously Aaron Rodgers is one of these centerpieces along with Tom Brady. Yeah. This to me seemed like a retirement post. Yeah. And listen, I need a damn quarterback. Like that's everybody that wished me happy birthday said, I hope you get a quarterback. I said, I hope I do too. Um, and Aaron Rodgers is one of the quarterbacks I want, but it's like, I got, I can't take my unborn child on an emotional roller coaster. I got enough hormones coursing through me that it, there's almost part of me. That's like, just wake me up when the football season starts. I don't have to give birth and raise a child until then. Um, but it's those are too, minor, minor details. Really. It's too stressful. It really is because it's like it changes the on a whim. And we know the combine is coming up. And that's when everybody, you know, heads to my hometown to get drunk and eat shrimp cocktail and do these, uh, you know, back alley deals that they're up to. And there's so many rumors and there's so much gossip and, and none of it feels solid because we're so far away. And and it's just hard to get your heart invested in any of it. Well, it seems weird to me that he had this post where he thanks 
his ex fiance Shailene. Yeah. And then he goes on to thank all of his teammates. Yeah, that's so. Aaron, that, those what aren't are the you same. <laughs> um. So that's the the very curious part to me about Roger's message. I think if I had to guess what happens, I think Aaron goes back to Green Bay. Like, I, I don't think there's going to be any exciting news. I yeah. think he's going to stay there. I think maybe he was just like on an edible because, <laughs> you know, sometimes it's like it, it, I can't get drunk now. But like I would just go through Instagram. I would be replying to everyone's Instagram <laughs> stories, you know, if I'm high or drunk. And that's it had that vibe to it of like, oh, yeah, you're just like up alone yeah. and had a had a glass, had an edible and just tweeting from the hip. And then he wakes up this morning and is like, why is why everyone I, talking about me? I was just thanking people. Yeah, it why means did, nothing. Why did I think Shailene and the quarterbacks? What? <laughs> well, I love it. I love the quarterback drama. We already know my least favorite quarterback, Tom Brady. He's been in the news for his retiring and then maybe not mm-hmm. retiring and then retiring mm-hmm. again. Now we have Aaron Rodgers. A couple weeks ago, we had Kyler Murray deleting all of the Arizona Cardinals yeah. content from his page. And then a couple week later being like, I don't know what you guys are talking about. I didn't do anything. So I, I live for all of this quarterback gossip and it's great because we are one week without football I and know. it's allowed us to still keep talking about football. So I'm here for it. Well, of course you are because you have a quarterback too. You have Mac Jones, you have a future, um, you've got like a boyfriend right before the dance yeah. and I'm like, ah! a dress but i have nothing else (laughs) i love mac jones by the way i think nfl honors was a really really big big hit for him i think that's when the league realized like this is this is the guy okay well i'm happy for you (laughs) he looked great (laughs) his girlfriend looked great i almost dm'd her and asked her where she got the earrings but i decided not to because it might be creepy but if you're listening girl loved I know. I was like looking at their Christmas photos and like a puppy they got. I was like, what am I doing? (laughs) Where am I? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, Megan. So it was your birthday weekend. And it also every year aligns with your husband's favorite weekend, which is NBA All-Star Weekend. We both married basketball bennies and they are obsessed with the NBA. This does, I I like the All-Star Game. I think it's entertaining. Now, the dunk contest has been in the news because yeah. it's not the thing anymore. It's like players don't even want to be in it. No. And I think, honestly, when the roster of who was doing it came out, everyone was like, hmm, Um I, I do like Obi Toppin. His dad is a streetball legend. So it's like mm-hmm. you can see that translating into like him being an amazing dunker um Jalen Green is a quarter Filipino um so we ride hard for him in this house and then truly oh Greg Anthony's son was in it can't even remember his first name um but it was like why isn't Ja in it why why aren't these like other really cool but I will say for as far as the professional like big fours, all stars, the NBA does it the best. Um, it's the most exciting. I think the NBA 75 was. Really, I loved it. Oh I, lo- I, I really did love it. I, I do have a bone to pick with all of those players that did not show up. And we had the 
shot of them in a tuxedo <sighs> with the white background. Here's the rule. If Michael Jordan is flying to Cleveland, Ohio in February to be there, everyone better get their ass there. Well, I think some of them weren't there because they're very old and probably sick. <laughs> and if they get COVID, they will die. Because like, I they think did, some they did of them know like they could have been there. Like th there's some guys who like, you know, they're in a walk or whatever. Like I think Larry Bird could have been there. Come on. Oh yeah. Larry could have been there. I, who knows what he was up to. And you know, Scotty was on the list, right? Scotty did not look good. Book sales must be. Okay. So here's my theory on Scotty. I have been watching Real Housewives of Miami, which I had never watched before. And Larsa was on the first season. Now they've rebooted it. It's on Peacock. It's Larsa, really good. Larsa, for our listeners who are not in tune, Larsa <laughs> is Scottie Pippen's ex-wife. Yes. Um, and they were married for a very long time. They were going to make it work. And then they don't work. She was part of the Kardashian crew for a while, then was sort of shut out of the Kardashian crew. So she is on Real Housewives of Miami. And having watched her now on TV, I mm. think maybe she's the issue. <laughs> like, I'm like, oh my God, this lady is not so. And, really? and she's, she's very gorgeous and has a very interesting, but, um, and so there's a lot to take in, but it's like, I think Scotty is like deeply wounded by the fact that the mother of his four children is, you know, dating total losers that are like 20 years old. Like I, I feel for him. And I think like, I don't know. I don't know. Cause she was asked about the last dance when she was on watch what happens live. And she, and her response was Jordan's nothing without Scotty. And it's like, oh. wow, there's something going on here. There's something going on. So Scotty uh, was in the news. We talked about it on the show for his book coming out and basically burying Michael Jordan. Um, I love Scotty, but mm -hmm. he's made some very questionable decisions in the last calendar year. Yeah. And then when they cut to the picture of him, he did not look good. And I thought he looked good in the last dance. So yeah, something's up. I know. And I think it's Larsa. And I hate to blame the wife, but I think it's her. <laughs> oh. um, what other takeaways do we have from the NBA All-Star Game? I enjoyed the three-point contest. I think the three-point <sighs> contest is the new trendy thing. Yeah. I love watching Steph Curry go off, although I did bet John Morant. I had to. I'm named after him. Um I bet him to win MVP. He had some really cool dunks, but obviously it was it was going to Steph Curry. We all knew that. Yeah, I um I'm so happy Carl Anthony Towns won and got to honor his late mother. I mean, no one has had a more difficult struggle with during COVID. I believe he's lost seven family members and he's just so fun and seems like such a genuinely good guy. So I love when there's ever a celebration of him. I honestly think the MVP of the weekend ended up being Jared Allen, who everyone was like making fun of his clothes and like, you know, he looks like he walked in off the street. And then you see these videos of him asking for them to do like the turntable that the starters get. Just having so much fun taking it all in seems like 
CJ said he seemed like a guy who like won a raffle to be there. Like just like when you get to see the fandom and the awe in an actual player, I think that's so exciting. And the fact that LaMelo Ball ended up being an all-star and I don't even think Papa Ball was there. He's been quiet lately. Yeah. He's been very quiet. Um, that, I think that's a guy that we need to check on because he doesn't seem like the type of person who will stay quiet. So, well, and I don't know if I've ever admitted this to you that I'm a big um, ball family apologist. I watched their entire Facebook show, Ball in the Family, and I really ended up falling in love with them. And um, I know Jello is the only one not in the league. I think he's in the G League now. Mm-hmm. And I hope he's doing well because I think he has a really kind soul. <laughs> And I know he stole sunglasses in China or something weird, but he, I, hope yeah. he, I hope he makes the league too. I really do. I don't dislike the Ball brothers. Yeah. I do dislike their father. <laughs> I like him. And I don't even think he likes women. I love the mom. The mom is so wonderful. And the grandparents are amazing too. Well, I think one of the biggest takeaways coming out of All-Star Weekend, is that LeBron James is 100% going back to Cleveland. If they want him. I mean, he seems like he's like, Cleveland, 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 Cleveland. And they're like, yeah, we kind of have a good thing going. (laughs) Did you hear the pop that he got, though? They called his name and the arena erupted. They love him. And And I struggle with that a little bit because he did leave Cleveland twice. Now he's done exceptional things in the community, his school. And I don't think it really gets talked about enough how much LeBron has done. And for someone who's been in the media since he was what, 17, 18 years old, he hasn't had a slip up. No, I I don't think we talk about that enough. No, we we don't give him enough credit. I fully agree. Um, The city loves him. I think the city financially turned around because of him. Um, And you see it in the downtown. Cleveland's one of my favorite places to go do stand up. And when he. I thought you were just going to say to go. I was like, "Um, okay, do we have to have an intervention? I have loved a lot of men from Cleveland, but I do love Cleveland. I actually really do. Um, And when he's there, it's like the downtown is revitalized. And so I think it. Everybody wants that. All the fans do. I don't know if the organization really wants him, though. I really don't. And what we learned from this weekend is LeBron comes with Bronny. So they. Yeah. Which is still a few years away. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I think they want him. I don't imagine a situation where Cleveland would turn down LeBron. No, that would be like so embarrassing, obviously. Um, And I did think it was really interesting every time um, Steph Curry was introduced at all. Like it happened on Saturday and Sunday, just the booze pouring out. And by Sunday, he seemed like at peace with it and was kind of like doing a bit. But when him and Aisha were out there promoting their new show, which I did not get hired to write on, um, they were getting booed. And I think she was like, what's going on? (laughs) Now, for those shows are like Aisha and Steph interviewing the writers. Did you interview with them? I freaking wish. No, (laughs) no. You interview with like the executive producer. It would be funny if if Steph and Aisha I mean, then I would have gotten it. (laughs) I think you would have, too. I think if Steph was was picking, you would have got it. So I don't blame Steph Curry for you not getting. No, I don't blame him at all. I blame me. (laughs) Um, 
So yeah, All-Star Weekend was good. Yeah. We liked it. I, I'm excited about the end of the NBA season, though, because the race in the East has is heating up now. We have yeah. James Harden, and he's on the 76ers. And then we have the Brooklyn Nets. The Celtics are hot, but they have some injuries. The Bulls don't count out my I Bulls. Know. And then the team that no one forget, everyone forgets about, Megan. The Bucks. The Bucks. The reigning champions. The reigning champions. It's going to be a race in the East. The West, I'm excited to see Golden State against the Suns, hopefully. I know, but this Chris Paul news, it definitely seems like, gosh, that, the, the Suns just seemed so on track um, and have been so dominant and so fun. And then they lose a 36-year-old and you wouldn't think it matters as much, but it really does. Especially when the 36-year-old is Chris Paul playing the way he's playing right now. Yeah. Well, um, the NBA is heating up. I'm excited for it. I actually put a futures bet on Steph Curry to win the MVP. Okay. Together because our boss, Cousin Sal, had some good numbers on what happened last year after Giannis won the All-Star Game MVP. So I threw some money on that. And I have a futures bet on the Chicago Bulls to win the East. You know it's not going to happen. But if they do... You make a I'm going to make some some good money on that. It could so that's my, those are my Caruso's features. going to come back, right? Um, I hope they need him. Okay. He is the heart and soul of the team. Yeah. Oh, just a balding white boy. Love him. Yep. Well, Levine was back. They drained the knee and then he did the three-point shooting contest yeah. and it didn't look good, but mm. he was there. So, <laughs> we were happy about that. Um, Megan, in other basketball news, okay, on is this Sunday, what, yes, this is what we've both been dying to talk about on Sunday, college basketball, yeah. Wisconsin against Michigan, so big 10. So we're in, yes, this is our conference <laughs> that always gets heat for yeah. no reason, whether it's football or basketball, everybody loves to rip on the big 10, um, Wisconsin crushes Michigan and within the last 14 seconds, I believe, was left on the clock. Wisconsin calls a timeout. Juwan Howard is out of his mind. The game ends. Teams get in handshake lines. I don't like the handshake anyways, but but I'll get to that in just a second. Juwan Howard decides, I'm not shaking hands. Then has, reconsiders, gets to the back of the line. Anyways, there are words. There is a slap. And now we find out that Juwan Howard is suspended for the rest of the regular season, which sounds dramatic, but it is it is five five games. games. Mm -hmm. What do you make of this? Okay, so I've tweeted about this. You and I have talked about this privately. I think it's really funny. (laughs) I know that that's not good. I don't I don't like play. I don't like when players fight, like when players fight, I'm not like, get these boys out of here. It's like, whatever people heat at the moment. I, I despise parents fighting and I despise like parents going after refs or umps. Like whenever those videos come out, I'm like, oh, I think this is like horrible, but coaches, especially like a legend who's like (laughs) six, six going after a bald man. Who looks like one of Santa's helpers. Who's maybe 5'10". I mean, it was comical. And like, I I know that there have to be consequences, but I, and everybody's just so up in arms about it. Like, you're supposed to be the moral compass. And it's like, okay, well, 
they're not, you know, like, <laughs> he got mad at him. And it's just so funny for it to be about a timeout. Like, if, and they're in their just like little outfits, you know, they're in their little coaching <laughs> outfits going at each other. I just think it's, um, I just think it's funny and I know it's not good and I know it doesn't teach the boys anything, but it's like, yeah, if I saw my dad fight, I wouldn't be like, because his son is on the team and, and, and he has another son coming on the team next year and he's a Michigan legend. Like I'm yes. just on Jawan Howard's side. Like I just like, when I saw that man, I was like, yeah, I want to punch that man too. Um, and, and he spoke about it at, you know, at the, post-game press conference, which I was like so surprised that they even did. Then they were like, okay, can you come sit down and tell us what happened? <laughs> like, it was like, oh, we're getting a game and a boxing match post-game. And he's like, yeah, he like put his, he, I didn't want to touch him. And then he touched me and he, it, that's what happened. It escalated. And he was like, so calm and cool and collected. I get that there have to be suspensions because there have to be consequences for actions. But I think for everyone to be like this up in arms about it is like grow up. I we can't ignore the conversation that happened on Twitter afterwards. Race got involved. Mm -hmm. I don't want to get into the race conversation surrounding this, but I'm with you. I think it's hilarious when coaches fight. I also love and hate the handshake line because um, I didn't realize this about myself until Recently, I joined a recreational flag football league mm -hmm. to make friends here in Orlando. And I am highly competitive. Me too. So when our team would lose and then we'd have to shake hands with these people and tell them good game. I now as an adult, you know, as a kid, you're just going through the line. Good game, good game. But as an adult, I'm like, I don't want to shake these people's hands. They just kicked our ass. Like, that was a penalty. You didn't get called for it. It's just too yeah. heat of the moment. So I'm surprised more fights don't break out in the handshake line because I think I was ready to throw down in my rec flag league adult. Yeah. Adult thing that means nothing. And this game actually means something. As a kid, I didn't want to do it either. I'm, I'm like, these I've got, guys just kicked their ass. I'm not shaking their hand. I've got a bad attitude. I'm very competitive. I'm spiteful and jealous. Um, and I played high school golf and tennis and I would get in fights with people, not physical fights, but like those are two sports in tennis. There's no line judge. So it's just two hormonal teen girls out there being the, the refs and the competitors. Refs I, in air quotes. Yeah. I would fight with almost every single girl I played. <laughs> like Some of them I'd known like a long time because we played junior tennis together, fought with one of my mom's friends, daughters, while they both, while both the moms sat there. Like I, it's, what are we doing? And you know who else is with you and thinks we should get rid of the handshake line, Dick Vitale. And if really? he, he's weighing in from chemo saying, we got to get rid of this thing. And so we wish him well on his cancer journey. I've been really like it's following it. So and, he's, sad. and he's just such a spirit. Um, but yeah, the, the, the weigh-ins were coming from far and wide and there was Lots of funny stuff, too, of like Jawan Howard, he's a gentleman and he is a kind soul. But do not forget that he is from the south side of Chicago. <laughs> Heck know? yeah. Like Heck yeah. <clears throat> when you are in that zone, though, that post game yeah. slash during game competitive zone, all bets are off. Yes. I think for every one of them. Now, I do understand he has to be punished. Yes. You can't hit somebody 
That's not how life works. And he didn't even hit like the right person. <laughs> that he just throws a, a slap. I yeah, love it. Was what like, was Martin calling it yesterday? <laughs> Martin was calling it a, a muff. He muffed him, is what Martin <clears throat> right. No, when was people are calling it. it a punch, it's like, grow up. It was not a punch. No. Um, I am one of those people that when a fight breaks out anywhere, I'm like, oh, let me see. Like, so into it. If a yeah. fight broke out at the coffee shop below my apartment, I would be out on running my, down there on my deck, like eating popcorn, watching the entire thing, especially on the first week without football. This was the entertainment yes. that we needed. And I know Twitter will take it <clears> to <throat> a political p- place, but I just wanted us to be able to enjoy the fight and laugh at it. Yes. And now my favorite thing in sports are rivalries. So Michigan meets Wisconsin again in the Big Ten tournament. Mm -hmm. We have extra motivation to watch. I know. I love that. I'm really um, getting excited for March Madness coming up Um, and all of the conference tournaments. Purdue is good. Uh, Really good. And but this is usually how they are. And then they go into the tournament and they lose in the Sweet 16. So it's like I'm I'm like invested, but I'm not invested, but I am invested. But I do. The Big Ten tournament is always in Indianapolis. Um, your Northwestern. Uh, and now we've got this rivalry. IU is a disaster. Um, <laughs> and so there's lots of um, fun storylines. And I think I think this is one of them. I just hope Juwan Howard's not beating himself up too much. Like, I don't think we have to worry about okay, that. Okay. Because, Juwan, <laughs> these two Megans were on your side and we love you. <laughs> yeah. And I... I don't want to say I condone the fight, but if it happened again, I wouldn't be upset. I'm I mean, not, not no. maybe not with Juwan. I don't want to make when two other coaches fired. Fought, I was like, "You're a loser." Like you he does have, not deserve to get fired. Come no. on, that's insanity. I thought that was. I mean, insane. Bobby Knight had quite the career, and yeah. this was just like a Monday morning for Bobby Knight. This and would he, be nothing. He's considered a damn legend. He ended up getting fired because he fought a kid who wasn't even on the team. <laughs> um, okay, let's take a quick break and then we'll we'll be back. All right, we are back. Megan, the Olympics are over. Do you miss it? <laughs> I didn't watch one. I feel so bad. I didn't watch one second. <laughs> I watched some figure skating that I bet on, and after that, I got really bored with it. And I think this could actually save the Olympics. A cross-country skier. Hang on. Let me pull this exact article up. Oh, yeah. Um, there was a frozen penis situation. He froze his penis. Um, he froze his penis. Olympics cross country skiing <clears throat> Finn Remy suffers frozen penis in mass start race. He did not do particularly well in this race. Well, I believe he placed 28th and probably the most eye opening part of this story is that this is not the first time his penis froze during a race. Nuh-uh. Dead serious. This is the second time it happened. So I mean, I don't really know what to say to this gentleman because I guess freeze your penis once. Shame on me. Shame on you. (laughs) Freeze your penis twice. (laughs) You got some problems. Wait, so Um, he has frozen his penis before? He has. I read that this morning. 
This isn't Lindholm's first time suffering from a frozen penis. He faced a similar situation during a race in Finland last year. Okay. I mean, you don't have a penis and I don't have a penis. No. If your penis froze doing anything, wouldn't that be the last time you ever did that again? I'd like to think so, but I just don't know. Because what if this is like what he's the best at? But I'm just... He's not the best. He plays like 28. But don't you think that's because his penis was frozen? You know didn't, I mean? obviously didn't learn from the first time. <laughs> your penis freezes once you change your entire strategy. I'm talking new gear, new wardrobe, new insulation. This can never happen again. I'm just curious um, why no one else's penis is freezing. Like, what is it about his penis? And and I don't know. Maybe it hangs. Like, I think the assumption is maybe it's small, but I'm like, maybe it's big and it hangs too far away from his body. And like, it's like the, um, the tip that just, just the tip. <laughs> just the tip. <laughs> <laughs> is too far away and these other because we do know that cold makes um body parts shrink up yes and yes. so i'm thinking maybe he's hung like a finnish horse and and Ooh. that tip's dangling out there and getting frostbite i mean what who do, what 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 kind of doctor do you go to for a frozen peen um i'm not i'm not sure i mean they have to have a male version of a gynecologist right like a penis doctor a te- test Hmm. testicular doctor i don't know if there's like i'm guessing there's someone who specializes obviously in everyone listening we did not study science or anatomy in college <laughs> but we've seen some i think we've both seen some penises we have but we don't know what the penis doctor's name is what i also am confused about is i see this picture of this man um competing yeah uh, we should get his name correct here remy lindholm he's only 24 years old and he's oh, already no. had two frozen dicks oh my gosh um, remy. his face right here is you know you could see his face not covered he has the sunglasses on and he has a hat on how did his face that's not covered not get severely frostbit yet his dick froze i think we got a big old hog on our hands that could probably be the only explanation. It's either one or the other. It's really small or it's really big. <laughs> I just, um, I want you to know, and this is like a very um, pregnant woman thing, is that I was sitting here and I was like really, really hungry. Um, and I start work immediately after we record. And I was able to have that entire frozen penis conversation while ordering myself breakfast. <laughs> It didn't gross you out at all. No. You're like, I have no. important things to do. I am ordering extra sausage today in honor of Remy and his frozen penis. And I think that honestly, like, proves that I'm ready to be a boy mom. You know, <laughs> I can boy mom. I can talk about any sort of penis ailment while I'm getting my grande oat milk chai latte. <laughs> we now, wish him think- well. Should we send him something? I think extra points either needs to one have him on or two send him some sort of basket. I'm honestly worried that he's 24. I was hoping like he was 38. He'd already had kids. He'd already found love. But it's like 24. I, I do have to take a tum. It is giving me um heartburn <laughs> because I'm like. But now honestly, there's so many 
wackadoos in the world. And like, if I was a single gal, I can't guarantee as I'm holding this tongue, I can't guarantee that I wouldn't hunt him down and just be like, what's up? I want to see it. Let me see this guy. Cause I think European countries are like, they don't um, circumcise. Okay. And, and I don't know that I just, that, that seems more of a trend over there. Um, my best friend, she lost her virginity to a German exchange student. And so we mm. had lots of conversations about like Circumcision. how it looked. And so I'm wondering if it's more prone to freezing if it's uncircumcised. I didn't even think of that. No. So that could be a factor. Mm-hmm. So we think really big penis that's not circumcised will mm-hmm. lead to freezing in the winter. Mm-hmm. I hope his balls are okay because that's where the um mm-hmm. that's where the sperm is stored. That's where the magic happens. And so gosh, sit by a warm fire. <laughs> um everyone here at Megan Fun of Sports is wishing you a speedy warm penis recovery i feel like thawing that thing out would probably be the most painful part oh my goodness i wonder if he even realized during the race that his well, dick was frozen and because here's like, i run marathons and that's there's why a I lot was of things that happen to your body yeah when people you shit themselves and um, almost half of it you don't know is happening to your body uh, until you finish running and then you're like oh my god i'm chafing so bad there's blood running down my leg or you see those gentlemen running with the jersey singlets on and their nipples are chafing but while they're running they can't feel it because the rest of their body hurts so bad and then they finish and they have the whole chafing problem and and why do people voluntarily do that i don't know i'm one of them i I know i just do it well because i'm getting ready to probably shit on a table and (laughs) and it means nothing to me like i've had so many people be like don't worry you won't even know i'm like i truly don't care i don't care well that's the place to be I mean, if you're going to to put yourself first child, I'm like over it, paying enough money. I don't (laughs) care. Bring me a steak when I'm finished, you know? Steak and you know what? I'm really happy. We should point out we have a um, lovely fill in producer (laughs) today. Fill in. I don't want to call him the fill in. Mikey Meatballs. He is part of the Extra Points family. He's filling in for Eddie. He's subbing in because Eddie's on vacation and Eddie, I think, is used to the way we talk. I'm sure Michael's like, yeah, the podcast was good. They, you know, they spent about 10 minutes on a man's frozen penis. (laughs) We did the NBA All Star Game recap, but really, the meat of the podcast is the meat. Yeah, it's the meat. Okay, what else do we have left to talk about? Is it time for Pop Culture Roundup? <laughs> we can't. Yeah, let's do some Pop Culture Roundup. Remy, our thoughts are with you, Andrew yes. Dick. We are thinking about you. And hopefully this let this be a lesson to all. Uh, insulate yourselves, especially Oof. if you live in Minnesota or other places that are cold. The UP. All right, let's do our pop culture roundup. We have two big things I started watching. What do we call it? Oh, my God. Love, Love is, is blind. blind. Love is blind. Now, did you watch season actually. one? Parts of it. Uh, it oh. all came back to me because that time of my life is very, very fuzzy. It was the beginning of the pandemic yes. when the world <clears> shut down and we all thought it was going to be a couple weeks. Yeah. Started watching it then and then um, stopped. So got back into the show with season two. Did not bother finishing season one. Just jumped right into season two. <clears throat> I think there's only one couple from season one that is still together. Um, and they were like amazing and lovely and, and we wish them well. Um, 
But yes, season two, you jumped right in uh, at my suggestion, at the suggestion mm-hmm. of my friend Emily, <clears throat> who was like, have, have you been seeing this? And what I do love about the show is I think they do 90 percent of their casting in Chicago. They <laughs> all have Chicago accents. Yes. All be- of them. And I'm from Chicago. So when they talk about it, my ears perk up a little bit. It's so exciting. The Bears are mentioned a lot, season one and season two. And now that we're doing like um, meeting the parents, we're in that phase. Uh, we're seeing bear stuff in the background. Mm-hmm. And it's just the thickest. Sh- they truly soothe me. Hearing that accent is like, <sighs> like it feels like my chest can open up for like a deep breath. It's funny because <clears throat> once upon a time, I had an extremely thick Chicago accent I and I've it. lost it over time from moving around. But whenever I go home for family functions, it does the same thing, the yeah. same effect. A little nasally, hard A, you can't miss it. Yeah. So um, there are some doomed couples. Um, I Can would- I just get to a problem I have with yeah, this? absolutely. Um, The show, for those of you who aren't watching, it's Love is Blind. So it's a social experiment. I'm putting that in air quotes. Mm -hmm. Hosted by the Lachey's, Nick and Vanessa. (laughs) And these couples, the women all live together. The men all live together. They go in these pods where they cannot see one another. Uh And they, quote unquote, date. Mm -hmm. They have conversations. And then if they get engaged, they can meet in real life. Yeah. And at the end of the show, couples are getting married. Yes. So what I have to wrap my brain around is that a love is blind engagement is not the same thing as a real engagement. Of course not. No, no, no. So when they do the, will you marry me? I'm like, oh, this is so corny. They're not getting married. This is ridiculous. But there comes a point in the show where you have nowhere else to go until you meet each other. So you have to get engaged. Yeah. And I also think it's... There's kind of a a Bachelor-esque level to it of, like, if you're not um, a part of a couple, you're not going to be on the show that much. And Mm -hmm. so I you it's unfortunately like I know they want it to be like it's it's no um, it's not shallow. It's just about connection on a personality basis. And it's like, yeah, but it's also kind of appealing to the people that want to be on TV, that it's in their best interest, in their best interest to have a match because then they're going to be on TV. Because there was a woman at the beginning, I think her name was Trisha, who yes. was like so bonkers crazy, who I loved. I was like, we need more of this girl. And she, because her whole thing was like, oh, every guy is so like in love with me. And it's like crazy. Like, I think I'm every guy's number one. And then you would, they would like cut to the guys talking to her in the pod. And they're like, what the fuck is wrong with this lady? And then she made no connections. And I was like, oh, I wish she'd made a connection because I wanted to see more of her. She was insane. My favorite was, I forget. <clears throat> who it was with but Shane and a woman maybe it was Trisha they like started screaming about how they both love brunch <laughs> you love brunch I love yeah. brunch oh I, my was God. it a bottomless brunch too like a yes. bottomless mimosa okay when your partner loves brunch <clears throat> as much as you do this is a match made in heaven what could possibly go wrong they have brunch so it, I am one of these terrible people where I like watch these dating shows and then I turn to my husband and go what will you give me like a speech <laughs> like, like because they're constantly being like pouring their souls out and I'm like 
CJ, wake up, wake up. I need you to give me a speech about how much you love me. And he's like, no. Do you think if you um, had met your husband in a social experiment like Love is Blind pods, would it would it have been a match? Oh, that's <clears throat> so tough. Someone has asked me this oh, really? this week because I recommended the show to a friend and she asked, do you think it would have worked out? Um, I can't imagine my husband doing this type of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I am in front of the camera for work. He is behind the camera for work. And yeah. that is what he likes. He does not like to be the center of attention. So I can't imagine in a million years that he would ever be on this show unless his family entered him without his permission. Okay. Um, yeah, I think it would have worked. I mean, personalities, conversations at some point, I do think there's something to be said about the vibe someone gives off and body language is a big part of that. Yeah. So I think there's something about when you meet someone and you know, right away, if you have chemistry, now that doesn't mean it's going to work, but people always say, Oh, there's a spark. And there's something to be said about that spark. Okay. Yeah. I think, what do you think? I was like, I don't think so. And then (laughs) CJ was like, no, I think we would have. (laughs) So I don't, he thinks because we do have some shared interests, but I was like, I think that I would have been now CJ, my husband and I, we were friends for eight years before we started dating. And so I was like, I think there, that's so you can't hide anything. So it's Mm -hmm. like, there's things that he loved that I'm like actively against, you know, just like pop culture things. Like I'm like, ugh, I hate this. And he's like, I love how much you hate X because he's like, it's just so funny to me. But if we were dating, I'd be like, yeah, okay, cool. But since (laughs) we knew each other, I couldn't do any of that. And so that's why I'm like, I think my like guard was just so down. Yes. And yes. And so it kind of was its own social experiment to be like, this is me and this yes. is you. And eventually we were like, huh. Okay. We met at work. So my husband saw the true authentic me and we were friends before we ever <clears throat> dated. So yeah. I had nothing to hide. Like I was like, you've yeah. seen me at my worst. You've seen yeah. me at my best. You've seen me everywhere in between. And it- so it, it works. It comes up sometimes in fights. I'll be like, listen, you knew what you were getting into, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't hold nothing back. So you picked this. <laughs> it is very funny because the first time Andrew asked me to meet him outside of work, he said, there's a great Northwestern bar in Boston That's that sweet. everyone knows about. And I was like, really? There's more than three Northwestern fans in the world? <laughs> Question mark. And we went and watched them get their ass kicked by Penn State and Saquon Barkley. That's bonding. We That's were bonding. Two of five fans <clears throat> in the bar. One was like an 80 year old man who was wearing a Pat Fitzgerald jersey. Yes. See, then that is a great bar. Um, I think Love is Blind is like it's it's honestly it's not like watching a car crash, but you are watching people that you're like, oh, my God, Danielle, she's our worst enemy. Shayna's a Christian and maybe the one one of the worst people we've ever seen on TV. Um, You know, you're just getting to like experience what people think they are and then see them. And now we're meeting their families and um, there's lots of different cultures involved. And um, it's reached the point, too, where like now they have to do everything like as a group like they all went like wedding dress shopping with the other girls that were getting married and like had their bachelor party at Wrigley Field um their bachelorette party and so it's like now these friends are like on the show (laughs) she's like who the fuck are these random ass people that like they I, I don't know if you 
got to the bachelorette and bachelor party episode. You yet, are far ahead of me. I have not. I the, need to keep watching now because I'm at the point where I'm like, should I continue? It's a guilty it's so pleasure. Fun. It's it, like you said, it's like watching a car crash. Yeah. Um, it's one of those shows that I say, this is stupid. And then they go to the next scene and then I'm and sucked like, in again. I'm sucked in. The bachelorette party um, is on a boat on the river in Chicago and they're eating deep dish pizza. Okay. Okay. So, I mean, if what that more could you want you. in life? As long <laughs> as like, it's Gino's East, I'm all in for and it. And I'm like, the night before your wedding, I would not <laughs> want to be eating that. A little okay. bloated. Um, okay, before we leave, we have to get to the biggest story on the internet right now. The Tinder swindler. Yeah. For those of you who are not familiar with this story, go on Netflix. There's a documentary about this man who is basically a con. He conned all of these women that he was dating on Tinder. Simon Laviv. A ridiculous amount of money. I mean, yes. we're talking hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yes. Um, and now this man is, come. they made a documentary on it. He did not comply with anything no. documentary related. And he's come out saying that this documentary is a bunch of shit. And that he never did any of this. He has a new girlfriend. His yeah. new girlfriend, shockingly enough, has said she's never given him any money. Smart woman. Yeah. And he's also on Cameo. Yeah. And he has not had to pay back any of the money. Um, now, I was out downtown L.A. on Friday celebrating my birthday. And I heard a voice. And I was like, oh. Because I had just watched this and I turned and it was one of the women from the documentary. There's three women featured in it. Um, two of them very, very, very much victims of his con. One of them, <clears throat> a girlfriend and a victim of it, but kind of, you know, took the power back and ended up doing something to try and recoup her money. And that's the woman that I saw. And I was like, <gasps> Oh my God, I was out with eight friends. And so I was like, who has seen the Tinder swindler? And none of them had seen it. And I was like, what? And so I like took a picture. I had my friend take a picture of me. I think you saw it where I was like, oh, um, because she was just like right over my shoulder. And then um, I put it on my Instagram stories. And Did people she were seem like, okay? Wow. Yeah, yeah, she seemed totally fine. Okay. And I'm like, what's she doing in LA? Because I know she's from Amsterdam. Yeah. Um, they, this is always happening in Europe, but don't think that you're in the clear because as I was looking up the, um, Tinder swindler, just so we had like his name and stuff there, there is a Detroit Tinder swindler who was arrested, charged with armed robbery and sexual assault. So this is just a PSA for all of the women and men who are listening that may be on dating apps. If someone offers you to go on their private jet, maybe just Day do one. a little Googling or do some research before you get on that private jet. I was so surprised that like his, because he says he is the heir of this diamond fortune that is a mm -hmm. real family and that no point that this actual diamond family was like, we don't know this fucker. You know, like that. it seems like, it's not like he made up a fake family name he was he using, was he was smart about it yeah um so he is now i believe back in israel where he was born and raised but yeah i mean it's wild out there got one of the women to give him two hundred fifty thousand dollars, and she has recouped none of that money that is a lot of money and um 
I, I mean, I, I don't know what to say about all of this. And the fact that he's just blatantly denying it, going on with his life and now making cameo videos. I mean, good for him. Who is, getting a, who is getting a cameo from him? I don't know, but do you want one? No, absolutely not. And you Can know what? you I'm, guess how much um, his cameo is? Ugh. And then I know you have to go. Um, <clears throat> I'm in big trouble at cameo right now because I I have. I'm on Cameo, $15 if you want to get one. I let three expire <laughs> this past week because I was like, it's my birthday. I'm not doing these. And and I keep getting ones where they're like, roast me, be as mean as you can. And it's like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> that doesn't, I don't want, I don't, I don't want to be mean to you for $15. It's like too dark. Um, okay. So, so if you have to guess, don't look at, don't look at it. Yet. I'm not, I didn't look. I'm not. No, I'm guessing. Do I get like, is there like an over under? Are you want? Oh, I'm going to Simon Lviv 150. Really? I was going to go like a couple thousand. I think he's probably like 1500. No, at least. Okay. Well, let's look it up. Oh, they took it down. Good. Predatory. Okay. Um, How join- much was it? <laughs> I need to find out. Hi, everybody. Excited to be on Cameo. What? A, oh, it's a um, 146 euro. Okay. Oh, wait, no, no, no. Yeah, 146 euro while businesses have to pay 1,460 euro. What business? Is Theranos? He made $30,000 within the first three days. Yeah. I mean... Speaking of Larsa Pippen, she's on OnlyFans and she said she makes 10 G a day. Wow. 10 grand and, a day. And on she's OnlyFans. not and she's not showing nothing. Just her like feet and she has her kids film it. Her kids take pictures of her feet for ten thousand dollars a day. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm telling you. I think we gotta cut Scotty some slack. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thank you for listening to another episode of Megan Fun of Sports. To thanks to our fill-in producer, our substitute teacher, our substitute teacher who was here today, Mikey Meatballs. Thank you for putting up with all of our frozen penis talk and pop culture talk. We will be back next week with another edition of Megan Fun of Sports. Have a good Tuesday, everyone.